Hey friends, it's Heather here with another Heart Soul Mind Yoga podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. Today's podcast is a devotion that I wrote and was originally delivered throughout one of my holy yoga classes. So just a reminder, there are going to be a couple pauses between the different portions of our devotion. If you are using this devotion as a guide for your home yoga practice or meditation, when you hear a pause, go ahead and hit pause on your player and then reflect back on what we talked about and then hit play when you're ready. If you're listening to this podcast all the way through, that works too. Just sit tight. The pauses are about three to four seconds long, and then we pick right back up where we left off. So thank you again for joining me, and I hope you enjoy today's devotion. Today's devotion is titled, Ghosts, Mama, Ghosts. Psalm 141.3 Set a guard over my mouth. Lord, keep watch over the door of my lips. When my oldest daughter, Sage, was under two years old, she would point out the window and yell from the backseat of my car, Ghosts! Mama, ghosts! It wasn't Halloween time, so there weren't any spooky decorations. And as far as I knew, she had never even been taught the word ghost. I had no idea where she picked up this idea of ghosts, but after a week or two of her constantly yelling ghosts from the back seat, I was starting to get a little bit freaked out. Especially after my husband pointed out that she was really only saying it and pointing when we were at this one particular intersection. Ghosts, mama, ghosts, she would yell. And every time I would correct her, no, Sagey, there's no such thing. As ghosts. And on and on it would go every day over the course of a few weeks. She would announce the ghosts, and I would firmly remind her that there is no such thing as ghosts. Until one day, I pulled up next to the field where she was pointing and I parked. She got really excited, pointing and yelling, ghosts, ghosts. And that was when. I finally realized that she was actually announcing and pointing out the two goats that lived in the field adjacent to that intersection. Oh, goats. Yes, there is actually such thing as goats. I can sympathize with my daughter. Sometimes what I mean to say And what I actually say are two different things. Like when my husband has hurt my feelings, what I mean to tell him is that I'm hurt and need some space. But what I actually end up doing is yelling at him about his beard hairs in the sink. Sometimes I mean to send a word of encouragement to someone, but the other tasks on my to-do list take priority and I'm left with little time to do so. Sometimes I mean to encourage my kids more often, but I find myself catching them being naughty rather than catching them being good. The Bible has a lot of words about our words. Today, as we explore some of what God has to say, let's set our intention on recognizing the power and the importance behind the words that we choose. 
Proverbs 16.24 says, Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Solomon is using the imagery of honey to illustrate kind words. Have you ever measured out a cup of honey and then tried to pour the measured honey from the measuring cup into the bowl? It's nearly impossible to get it all out of the cup. Honey is thick and sticky, and it just adheres to everything it touches. When we offer a kind word to someone, it sticks to them like honey. It's a sweet balm that works its way into their soul, and it isn't easily removed. Genuinely kind compliments have a way of sticking with us for years and years. Proverbs 18.20 tells us, Words satisfy the soul as food satisfies the stomach. The right words on a person's lips bring satisfaction. My first thought on this verse was that Solomon was telling us that the right words bring satisfaction to the listener. But then, as I meditated longer, I started to believe that he's actually saying that the right words on a person's lips bring satisfaction to the speaker, just like the right food satisfies the stomach. Every year at Halloween, I learn that a fun-sized candy bar binge is satisfying for about an hour, but once the sugar high is gone, my stomach is anything but satisfied. It's the same with our unkind words. Oh, in the moment, it is satisfying to lash out at someone. But the truth is, once that high is gone, we end up feeling worse about ourselves. Dr. Carolyn Leaf is a brilliant neuroscientist who loves Jesus and uses science to substantiate scripture and intelligent design. She has studied and speaks about what happens to our brains when we bathe it in hurtful words. Science has proven that the area of our brains that light up when we are in extreme physical pain, think a broken bone or childbirth, this same area of the brain that lights up in extreme physical pain also lights up when we hear or speak hurtful words. You guys, the area of our brain that activates at the onset of extreme pain also activates when we hear or speak hurtful words. Proverbs 18.24 is paraphrased in the message as this. Words kill and words give life. They are either poison or fruit. You choose. Thank you again for inviting me into your day today, friends. I hope you enjoyed today's devotion. I would love to connect with you. We can connect in person. You can come to one of my four holy yoga classes that I teach each week in the Denver, Colorado area. You can find my class schedule and descriptions at www.heartsoulmindyoga.com. You can also connect with me on social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Just search Heart Soul Mind Yoga. Thanks again for joining me, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Bye.